I'm Sean. And I'm Alex. <laughs> and that's Grayson. And this is Autism Building the Puzzle. One piece at a time. Hi, and welcome to Autism Building the Puzzle, one piece at a time. I'm Sean, your host. And I am here with my wonderful wife, Alexandria. How are you, baby? Hey, how, are, how is everyone doing today? I hope everybody's, I hope everybody's doing well. Doing well. <laughs> how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I know. We're a little, we're a little uh, mentally distracted today. Yeah, if you can't tell. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying. Uh, okay. Yeah. We're dealing with some... Doggy issues. Doggy drama. <laughs> but... You know, just just a, a lot of stuff going on with that. So <laughs> yeah, super stressed, super stressed. So as you yeah. guys know, we're getting two puppies, but now we're having second thoughts if we're making a mistake getting two from the same litter and same age. So if you have any experience with that, we want to hear from you <laughs> asap, please. Yeah, like in I'm the hearing, next twelve hours. Yeah, I'm hearing horror stories, um, but I'm hearing mixed uh, reviews, and I'm just really, really torn right now. So part of me is just saying go for it, and part of me is saying what the hell are you doing so i'm very torn so that's our story our life right now everything else is good grayson's great Helen's yeah good he had a great day of therapy today actually mm-hmm. he uh, he had a little tough time a little bit last week so yeah yeah he had a good day today so we're really happy to see that yes so um today's topic is going to be intensive well, not intensive feeding therapy, but feeding therapy in general. Yes. We're going to talk a little bit about intensive feeding therapy, um, and then we're going to kind of talk about the at-home feeding therapy. Um, so we're going to do kind of two parts. Um, so basically, I mean, right now, as some of you know, um, back 10 months ago or so, um, we brought Grayson to an, evalu- an evaluation at... Um, Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, their feeding center in South Jersey, mm-hmm. um, to do an evaluation. Um, so what was that, like a t- two-and-a-half-hour process, probably? Yeah, yeah. Give or take? Yeah. Um, yeah, so we got him in for an eval there, um, because we know, obviously, he's been struggling eating. He's been struggling with trying new foods. He has a good diet, mm-hmm. um, which they confirmed there when we... When yeah. we when they, you know, examined him and... Yeah, they weren't the, concerned the with his diet because he's, yeah. you know, he's not losing weight or anything, so they they really weren't that concerned, but... Yeah, and he's eating a variety of different types of foods, meaning, like, he's eating some vegetables, um, he gets some fruit in his diet with some of the yogurts, he's obviously getting, you know, dairy yeah. from yogurts and protein, he does have meat in his foods, it's yeah. just, he's very limited to the types of foods yeah. he's eating, he's only still eating Gerber meals. Can't get them off of them. Um, and he's kind of, like, deathly afraid of other food. Yeah, like, he's, like, physically scared of it. Like, like almost like he had a bad experience, and he's <clears throat> scared to try it again. Um, so it's it's really difficult just having him touch it. Um, now we're working on, like, bring something to your mouth, um, and it's very, very, very difficult for him. Um, you know, we have thought about intensive feeding therapy, but it can be very, very traumatic. And, you know, the therapist had said, no, don't do it, it's too traumatic. Um, so we're kind of just... Well, we still even have, haven't even heard back from... Well, we're still on a wait. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's approximately a year-long waiting list. Yeah, and... Um, so we got him on the waiting list when we did the eval. Um, 
And I don't even know how good that's going to work so, out, too, because once he headbangs or even, like, punches himself once in the head, it's going to be, they're going to shut it down. And he is absolutely going to probably do that, especially just because of, like, if he was home here and we had, like, our therapist doing it or something, it would be different. Like, today he touched the lollipop to his mouth with no issue, and he did it on his own. Like, not on his own. He held it on his own, though, like, grabbed it, held it, and then we had to help him touch it to his mouth, and he didn't have a behavior but being in a different environment, no iPad, no one that he knows. New food. Uh, he's definitely going to do that. And then yeah. the program's going to be done for the day. And like they said, once he does that once and knows the program's over, he's going to just keep doing that every single day. So that concerns me a lot. Yeah. It's tough because obviously, if you think about ABA principles, by stopping the feeding therapy, you're reinforcing what he did, the bad behavior that he did to and get out of having to do the feeding thing. They're not ABA. They're yeah, more exactly. like worried about his well-being and like if he's going to hurt himself yeah. and they're going to be liable kind of type yeah. thing because it's a hospital, you know? Yeah, it's obviously a liability issue and they're not professionals in dealing with behaviors. Well, they are. I mean? No, well, feeding behaviors, not in... But the feeding therapy program, they're not experts in dealing with challenging behaviors. Not, no, not like those. Headbanging if they had, and like, biting and Which you punching, would think that they would have, like, but, you know, autism people involved. And they do have, like, I think, um, like, we did OT meetings, you know, in psych and all that kind of stuff. But I don't think they're actually all present for the evaluate, for the program. And that's yeah, an it, issue. It's, so. it's not, like, it's not a easy. cohesive treatment. No. I mean, they'll treat the child in all different ways for all different things, but not as a one cohesive group always. Right, not as a whole unit. No. So, I mean, that's definitely a downfall. That makes these things challenging. That's the downfall of the medical field right now when it comes to autism, and that needs to be improved. Now, I mean, obviously, if your child has the eating challenges, but they don't have the, you know, uh, behavior challenges as much, Feeding therapy is going to be a lot more helpful for you. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's kind of a personal decision. Like Alex said, we, we, we're not completely, you know, for putting him in it once the time rolls around anyway, just because it is going to be traumatizing yeah. to him. And obviously, if he's going to end up headbanging and getting out of it anyway, there's not really all that much of a point to do it. No, kind of... So defeats the whole purpose of it yeah and then we're scarring him for no reason at that point actually yeah pretty much pretty much um i mean that being said like because of that and because we had to wait a year we did talk to our bcba uh, bcba excuse me yeah about getting him on a feeding program and i think we've talked about this a little bit in the past but we're gonna review through it again um you know a lot of the feeding um has to do with kind of the desensitization. I can't even say desensitization. It. Yes, <laughs> therapy or training. Got or, something right today. <laughs> or strategy. Um, <clears throat> so, like Alex had said, you know, just getting him to touch a food is like a you know one step. Yeah. So you get him to tolerate certain things. Um, you know, we try to eat around him more. Uh, before he was definitely afraid of even being around us when we ate. Yeah. Um, now he can tolerate it. He can usually tolerate... I mean, he doesn't always sit there with us, but he can at least tolerate it if you push him to sit there. And he did better he and better with, like, time and sitting there. Mm-hmm. He needs his iPad, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, listen, he needs his iPad for a lot of things. <laughs> most of the day, outside therapy, so... Yeah. 
Um, but, like, even, like, me sitting down and having some chips or pretzels mm-hmm. or something like that. He'll feed them to you and people, stuff. <laughs> yes, he now touches them. He feeds Puts them to me. Puts his hand in the bag. Yeah, I mean, it's, it started as, like, just... And he licked the... The yeah. dill pickle mm-hmm. and all of that. He loved that. And then you ate the leftovers after the flavor was yeah. gone. Well, so, like, <laughs> first, like, just, you know, having him be around me when I was eating was, like, one thing. Then, like, a while back, we started to just... I would put it down on, like, the chip down on the table next to him. Yeah. And get him to touch it. Um, and then kind of pushed him to feed it to me. Mm-hmm. And he'd have this just absolutely disgusted look on his face as he did it. <laughs> Uh, but he tolerated it without having a, you know, behavior. And you could figure out, like, after having him do it, like, three times in a row, like, you could tell, like, all right, that's enough, we're done. Yeah. Because we were going to start having a behavior at that point. You could just tell by his, his body language, you know? Yeah, and even, like, two years ago, we were eating pasta and we were on vacation. I said to Sean, like, let it hang out of your mouth so he can see it. And he did that, and Grayson didn't go near him for, like, at least 45 minutes. He looked at him. He looked at him while he was doing it, like, what? Ew, what are you doing? And then he didn't look at Sean again for, like, 45 minutes. He was totally disgusted. Yeah. So, didn't work out the way I thought. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, then, like, I don't know, what was this, maybe a month ago? Did Chip turn? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, a month ago, I started to put them putting chips out on the table again, having him feed them to me like we were doing. He was tolerating it really well. Then, like, just randomly, he started playing with the chip. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then he put his hand in the bag with the chips and was touching them. Then he had the chip and took it out, and he, like, rubbed it on rubbed his lips. It on his lips and I think he got that salty taste from the salt there were um, dill. dill pickles so they were yeah. very vinegary yeah <laughs> from the pickle brine so he, I think he got something from like the salt and the vinegar sourness from from it like almost like a sense fulfilled some sort of sensory yeah thing for him so he just was rubbing it on his lips and then like he kind of put he didn't eat it but he kind of put it like, up against his tongue, and then after he was done, all of a sudden, he's like, okay, here, Dad, I'll feed it to you now. Yeah. <laughs> and when he put it in my mouth, it, t- it tasted like a plain chip. <laughs> nothing in it. Nothing at all in, on it. No, no flavor, flavor no nothing. It was hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, we've gotten, we've made progress in terms of him Touching, not being as tolerating, fearful. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, he puts the lollipops up to his lips now. Yeah. Um, he, we've been working on that during therapy. So. We've been drinking water now, which is something he cup. wasn't doing out of a cup. Um, not a lot. Not as much as we bit. want him to, but he, he's made so much progress with just even that. Yeah. I mean, I had a bottle of iced tea today. He holds it. He takes a sip. Yeah. It's so adorable. It is. <laughs> I had a bottle of iced tea today, and I'm like, here, you want some? And I held it up, and he grabbed it with his hands and put it up to his lips. Yeah. He didn't drink any. He didn't get any in his mouth, but he put it up to his lips and all. And it's a start. He has to trust first. We need to build the trust first slowly, and then, you know. Yeah. There's definitely some anxiety there, so it's kind of making him feel comfortable is, like, a really huge um, step in the right direction. So, that being said, on to his uh, feeding program. So some of the general guidelines. Um, 
we're not allowing snacking throughout the day as much. Um, we want to decrease the appetite, so he is more willing to try new foods when he is eating. Um, and this is in no way easy, guys, okay? So don't, like, this can probably be one of the hardest things you're going to tackle. So, you know, yeah, ha- you- have patience and consistency, you know, and I'm not going to lie to you. We have tackled this, then stopped, then tackled it, then stopped. It's um, it's difficult. It's very difficult, this part oh, for, for us. for sure. For sure. This is the one thing that we were like, okay, we 100% need professional help with this. Um, we, this is something that we, we don't, I don't personally feel like that I'm going to be able to tackle 100% on my own um, because I do see that there's some kind of trauma or something there. Um, so, you know, we really do feel like we need a professional for this. Yeah, and that leads into the second guideline because it's like timing slash schedule routine. Like once they start to realize that you're kind of giving them a snack or a meal at the same time throughout the day, like it helps them prepare for what's happening and get right. used to like what's what to expect. Yeah. Um, you know, another thing, minimize distractions. And I'm not gonna I'm not reading all these in depth word for word. I'm just gonna give you the basic yeah. Um, you know, minimize distractions so they can focus on actually eating. Um, uh, allow Grayson to um, help with the selection and creation of meals, even if he doesn't eat them. So, in other words, participate in some way in helping us cook something. So, if we're cooking even ourselves something for dinner, just, you know, let's say he's standing by the refrigerator. I open the refrigerator and I say... Grayson, can you hand me the cucumber and just have him hand me the cucumber? Like mm-hmm. something as simple as that, just to get him, you know, more comfortable. Yeah. Um, obviously, ABA principle right here: ignore negative behaviors, um, only reinforce the positive behaviors. Um, remember the rule of three. The rule of three is basically to offer three different um, foods. Um, one that he already likes, as well as foods he doesn't like yet, or does yeah that he uh, or hasn't tried yet. Um, present foods, uh, new foods in small bites, uh, and a fun, familiar ways to make it more likely that Grayson will eat it. So the steps that you're gonna want to take is you're gonna want to pick one food to start with. Um, it should be bland to taste, so not like a salt vinegar chip. Um, familiar in consistency. Um, some examples that you could use are mashed potatoes, applesauce, oatmeal. Um, banana is also a good one. If there is a food item that they already eat, make it just in a regular form. So, like, let's say they eat strawberry, banana, yogurt. You could give them a banana separate and just see if they like that since it's the same kind of familiar taste. Um, then what you would do for the second step is you would allow them to get used to seeing the new food item. So you could just place it down in front of them. You could literally start it from across the the table and make sure that they can sit there and tolerate that. Um, and you're going to want to keep it there the entire meal. Then each meal, you can bring it closer and closer until it's in front of them and kind of show them like if they can't handle the food, the new food being in front of them. Kind of just let them know that they can focus on other things. You're not going to pay attention to that right now. Even though that's there, they don't have to do anything with it yet. Um, And you want to build that up. And that was something that we did work with Grayson, even in therapy, as far as, um, you know, when he was having trouble handling the TV on because it was too much stimulation, we started showing him, like, okay, even though the TV's on, you don't have to pay attention to it. We can walk away. We can do this. So even though the food is there, 
sing a song to them. Focus on something different that they like. Um, and then once they can stop pushing it away or, you know, they accept the new food, then you would move on to the next step. Um, and, you know, it might, like I said, you might have to keep it across the table and just move it closer and closer each day. Um, and honestly, I recommend that because it's kind of slow and you're working up to that so, so that it's not too intimidating for the child. Like, oh my gosh, this is right in front of my face and I can't handle it. That can be very intimidating at first. So just sit there. Even just you sit there and eat and have them tolerate that. Then put an extra plate down and have them tolerate that. Um, and then the next step would be allow them to play with the food. <clears throat> allow them to assist you in helping prepare it. Um, even if it's just put this in the trash, open the refrigerator, close the refrigerator, you know, put this on the table, things like that to where they don't have to try it, but they're around it and they're kind of working with it. Um, and then the next step is to taste the food item and that's going to be really difficult. So what I recommend starting is have them hold the item, touch the item, bring the item to their lips. And then after they can successfully do that for a while, then see if they can try it and, you know, let them know. Just try it. Take a bite. If you don't like it, you don't have to eat it again. And I do say that to Grayson now, even though he doesn't eat it. I'm just like, just try it. Just try it. You don't have to eat it if you don't like it. You know, um, so there, there are the things that you want to do for that. And then, let's see here. Um, and then step number five would be ask them to put the item into their mouth. Um, they don't have to swallow it, but they just have to allow the entire item into their mouth. Um, once they allow that, then they can eat it if they want to or not eat it. Um, you know, you want to make sure that if they do eat it, they're chewing it, they're swallowing it, of course. So, you know, there's no problem with that. Um, and they only have to eat one bite. And then as you go on, try to increase the, the amount of bites um, if they like that food. So, like, let's say they have a banana and you're like, do you like it if they're verbal or if they can communicate somehow and say yes or no? Then the next time, you know, work up to, can you take two bites of banana for me and increase that slowly? Um, and they should eat it independently. You might have to assist a little bit, but make sure you're fading that out and they're eating independently. And then after that is all successful, you're going to want to move on to the next food item and pretty much repeat the process from steps, you know, from step one again. Step one again. Yep. And then hopefully after you've introduced them to enough foods, you can kind of skip the whole, like, just being around everything it. and just say can you <laughs> take a bite you take it to, yeah <laughs> try it or at least yeah. and it will at get least to go that to point. touch it and then put it in the mouth and try yeah it, you know what I mean? and it will get to that and you know we've been working on it for a while and we're not there yet um we're getting closer slowly but surely and you know a lot of kids and grayson's like this too when he is ready to do it he will do it yeah. and you know we can work on yeah. it but when he is ultimately ready he's going to be the one to make that decision and that's how he's been with everything so yeah you know i feel I have to say, I feel much more comfortable about it now than I did before. So, Same. I would say like a year ago, I was like extremely, extremely concerned about this issue. Yeah. Um, and since we've been doing some of this stuff, you know, even though at times we haven't been as consistent as we would like with it, mm-hmm. like he's made progress and I can see that eventually this may take years to get past but I can see that eventually he's going to you know get it. break out of some of the stuff he's been dealing with yeah I mean I don't think he'll ever eat you know uh, you know be like a type of person that eats anything no. tries everything 
but I do think he'll have at least a he's gonna be a picky eater. decently expanded diet. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. It'll, it, it's something that is, is doable and livable for the future. So absolutely, and you know, it's hard for us because we cook all the time. Um, you know, we're, we're we're Greek and Italian, so we eat <laughs> constantly and. That's hard. You know, we always joke around with him and say, God, yeah. if your great-grandparents and grandparents were alive, you would not be getting away with this. Yeah. Um, so, you know, but we respect his speed and what he's comfortable with and just him always being an individual, and we yeah. never push that too much. We try to approach things the right way slowly on, and on his speed out of, you know, respect from him and avoiding something that could be really traumatic for him because that can really... Be damaging, and then what's yeah. going to happen is if it is trauma- traumatizing, you're going to make it very adversive, and they're not going to want to do it at all. Yeah. So you want to really approach it the right way. Yeah. You have any other final thoughts? I don't. I, I don't. I but have stay one. consistent. You guys can do it. I do have one. Okay. One Tell thing us. to make sure. Do you want you both do dogs? Do not. Well, yes, I do. <laughs> but on another note. Um. Make sure something to make sure you definitely do not do. And you know, there's a relative, a certain relative who, if they listen to this, will know who, who they are, but I don't want to call them out by name. Um, that recommended that we just don't give Grayson any food other than the Italian, new old food, Italian way, new food that you know he's never tried, and you know. Um, and if he doesn't eat it, he doesn't eat it. Eventually, he's going to get hungry, and he's going to eat it. Well, Wrong. that did, didn't go very well. The kid went, like... A week. A week without eating and just waiting. He'd fall asleep and just wait for, for it to be bottle time so he could have a bottle, and he lived <laughs> off of bottles for a week. And it didn't work. And I was like, okay, i got to start so feeding him. So, it's not... Um, Has I advise against trying that. Yes. I mean, you guys can do... Your, your, your parents... They're your children. You do whatever yeah, you want. Yeah, we didn't, like, starve but, him or anything. But like, He had snacks, it's but, not, you know. It's not worth... Uh, the meals. I don't think it's worth trying, so I'll, I'll leave it at that. No. So we'll, we'll keep you updated on the dog situation, but... Oh, um, pray for us, guys. Pray for us. Other than that, um, it was good uh, being here and doing an episode. I think it actually helped with some of the anxiety over the dog stuff. Yeah, but, like, I can't think about anything. Um, I couldn't even finish my dinner. Like, this is ridiculous. Like... Sean, you stay home for a little while until they come out of the puppy stage, and then we'll be fine. <laughs> but Sean's going back to work next week, and, uh, you know, I'm going to be on my own. <laughs> so yeah. that's my biggest concern. Well. With a child who has autism. It must, sorry, be, it must literally be nuts. <laughs> I must. No, no matter what happens, we're going to get through it. We always do. So... Well, one, we'll definitely get through it. Two, you just never know. <laughs> well, check us out, buildingthepuzzle.com. Yes, yes. It's our website. Obviously, like we always say, we're on every platform. You can find but, us everywhere. Yeah, if you, if you go to buildingthepuzzle.com, uh, on there you can find... Instagram, all, Facebook. Yeah, Instagram, Facebook, the group, the page, everything. Um, all of it. Yeah, so a uh, vlog... Coming soon. First Ep- video no, yeah. in the episode, works. Episode one will be coming out by the end of this week, so stay <laughs> yes. tuned for that. And um, have two dogs. Yeah, that answers my question right there. One dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, it was nice seeing you guys. Yes. And I guess Thanks we'll see you in the next in. episode. Take care. For autism, building, building the, the puzzle, puzzle one, one piece, piece at, at a time. time. I'm Sean. And I'm Alex. 
Signing off. Take care, everybody. Here at Building the Puzzle, we understand how difficult and challenging it can be for parents with autistic children that have communication delays. Well, if you're in New Jersey, you're in luck. The speech paradigm has you covered. They're helping children overcome speech challenges all across New Jersey. They offer both telehealth services as well as in-home therapy. Please reach out to them. You can uh, take a look on their website at w